faith is actually a deliberate action. It's something you choose to do. You, well, you know, it's, it's not, we think of it like, man, it, it's, it's getting real hot in here. The AC will just kick on. It just kicks on. When, I, when it gets real hot, right, my faith just kicks in. It doesn't. You actually have to make a conscious decision to trust God. I'm going to make a conscious decision, watch, based upon what I already know about Jesus. I know the storm is right here, but if I want great faith in this moment, then I need to begin to remember what he's capable of. What he's already done in the past. So what that means is this. If you believe, Jesus is saying, if you believe that I'm the son of God, if you believe that I died on a cross for you, if you believe that I rose from the dead for you, then how could you not trust me now? This is really important that you get, get the gospel, the good news of who Jesus is and what he has done deep down in your heart. That you actually apply what you know to be true about the gospel to your life. If you are here right now, and you're going through a storm, or whatever that storm is going to be in the next year, or whatever it is, and you begin to say to yourself, well, I'm just believing. Believing what, though? Well, I just have faith. Faith in what, though? Faith in your ability to do something about it? We see where this has gotten. Right? I mean, if there's anything in the world that speaks to me deliberately that I'm... that, that uh, I'm not in control of the world. It's my own life. Can you, can you relate to that? But if God is real, and if God was willing to give himself on the tree of the cross, then you know what? Then there's hope. There's hope. Because if he was willing to do that, if he didn't abandon me on the cross, then he won't abandon me in this moment. Right? And so Jesus doesn't say to them, why are you afraid? You should have had more positive thoughts through this. Right? He says, why are you afraid? You've, you know enough about me. You've watched me heal people. You've, you've watched me raise a, a girl from, from the dead. You, you've never seen anything that I've ever said to you not come to pass. I've told you that I love you. I've told you that I know every hair on your head. I've told you that I am for you. Why don't you believe me? You could have greater faith. The faith that we need through the storm is actually remembering how good God has actually been. We have this uncanny ability to what, you know, we, we get into this situation and we say, God, I, I need you in this moment. And he shows up. In, in just an incredibly miraculous way in many of our lives. And we often think to ourselves, man, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to love God. I'm going to trust God. Like, how could I ever doubt him again? And then just a couple of months later, I don't know what I'm going to do. About this. Oftentimes in my life, I thought, God, I know you're capable, but I, how can I trust that if I surrender this over to you, if I, if I commit to you, if I commit this 
control over to you that you're actually going to do what's best for me. I mean, that's where a lot of us are sitting in this room. You love the idea that God could do something about it. But how do you know that you can trust him? See, when the, when the disciples say, they go down there and they wake him up and they go, we're perishing. Actually, in, in the parallel account in the Gospel of Mark, it actually says, don't you care that we're perishing? See, they actually begin to question whether or not God, whether Jesus is for them. Whether Jesus truly loves them. They begin to question uh, everything that's happening around them, whether or not they're going to sink in this moment, because even if he can do something about it, would he do something about it for them? And maybe you're sitting here today and you're saying, man, you don't know how I've lived my life. How could God possibly be for me? How could... How, how can I, I truly trust that God is going to do right with my life in this moment? Because if you knew where I've been and what I've done, I can't possibly imagine God loving me. What's interesting is, is that when they say, are you going to allow us to perish? What they don't realize is, is that he was the one who was going to perish. He was the one that ultimately took on a greater storm than you and I could ever possibly imagine. The storm of God's judgment coming down in, in uh, Jesus willingly and voluntarily taking your judgment, my judgment, my condemnation, my sin upon the cross, upon His body, And that through His stripes, I'm healed. The cross teaches me that if God God didn't abandon me in going through that, then how could I ever question that He's going to abandon me now? There is nothing greater that He could not only prove to me, there's nothing greater that I could sin against God than to have the nails and the hammer in my own hands. And nailing his, his arms and his, his hands and his feet to the cross. But Jesus teaches us that that's exactly what he did. He took it upon himself on the cross. And, and that is what speaks to us that God has been so, so good to me.